You're listening to Live Alive Podcast, a weekly dose of motivation right in your back pocket. I'm Jordan Johnson. And I'm Anissa Johnson. We're We're your hosts. hosts. Every week, we share thought-provoking conversations created to inspire you to bring the best version of you into everything you do. Think of us as the guide as you journey towards realizing your vision of successful and fulfilling life. Whether you're climbing the corporate ladder, building a business, or dreaming of being a stay-at-home parent, we're here to help you cultivate passion, purpose, and motivation in your everyday life. Hey, good people. Right. Back again, back again. Episode 30. Um, excited. Um, I think I always say that I'm excited because I always am. Um, we're going to jump right into it today. I mean, we're going to talk a bit about the some of the impacts of the journey on the road to success in life. Um, like we, along that journey, you have um, often things that can pop up as roadblocks, um, storms of different types on these journeys uh, towards the success of life, detours. And there's that one thing, though, that we all deal with that sort of pops up suddenly at times, and that's doubt or self-doubt. Self-doubt to me is like on this, you know, I'll just stick with the road trip here for a second. Self-doubt to me is like, on this, you know, road trip or journey towards success in life, it's like the road work that comes up, and you, you're driving along, you're doing whatever it is you're 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 working towards in your life, and you see the road work ahead signs coming, <laughs> and you're thinking like, oh, it's gonna be okay. I see it though, like, dang, here comes the road work is coming. But just to keep traveling though, you're just starting to slow down a bit, and then boom. It's like parking lot traffic and you mm. can no longer proceed. I feel like that's a little bit of what self-doubt can be like for many of us um, along our journey toward success is this slow and steady um, impact that once it creeps in becomes um, somewhat of a halting point in our, in our journeys. Yeah, it definitely can be. I think... Um self-doubt is one of those things that that comes up in so many different ways and so many different times along your journey um and i think that we'll we'll talk through what self-doubt looks like on your journey um and and when it shows up and and kind of also how to deal with that um you want to dive right in? Yeah, let's jump in. All right, Deep let's in. Do let's, get out of the, let's get out of the shallows. Let's get out of the shallow end. Um, so what does doubt look like? Um, sometimes doubt can manifest itself in um, negative self-talk. Mm-hmm. Um, how many times, and I know I've used this metaphor before, um, you you look in the mirror and the first thing that you do is pick out all the things that mm. are wrong, um, all the things that you want to change. Um, you know, maybe you have a pimple that day or, you know, maybe you, you're carrying a little extra weight that you would 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 like to see gone. Um, maybe... Are you talking about me? <laughs> no. Okay. Um, but we tend to just go with 
the negative immediately. Uh, maybe you don't like the clothes you're wearing. Uh, yeah. Maybe, maybe yeah. there's just something that you want to change. And I think that we have the default is the negative. And that doesn't just um, relate to our physical, our external ap- appearance, but it also is it informs how we believe and how we see um, the internal, the inside. And so a lot of times when you're dealing with doubt, um, you start to kind of make up these rules. And in episode 14, we talked about um, giving you permission to break rules. And these rules are rules that we have made up or decided are true, whether it's because of our upbringing, whether it's because of patterns that we've noticed, we have these rules in our life that we want to stick to. Some examples are, um, if I have money, then I can't have success. Um, I don't deserve this. People like me don't get to do things like this. And so what happens is, as you do, um, maybe you have money and you have happiness. If you have a rule in your head that says, if I have money, then I cannot have happiness, then the moment that you start to get a little money and get a little happiness at the same time, your brain is like, oh, we're breaking a rule. There's an error going on here. We need to correct this so that we can fall within the rules that we've created for ourselves. And and we'll talk more about the impacts of self-doubt. That was a little preview. I don't want to get too far ahead of us, but sometimes we make up rules around our success. Um, And a lot of it has to do with who we are and how we are and why we feel we do or don't deserve um, whatever it is that we're striving for. Mm, Yeah, that's... That's that's beautiful. Well, well said. And I think one of the things you you, you mentioned in there too about like the examples of like we we're looking in the mirror and we point out to ourselves all the things that may be going maybe wrong or we think is wrong and um, we start to you know set that as the view, uh, the perception. Um, one of the other sides of that to me too about doubt and you know what it can look like is a resistance to to change just in, in general mm-hmm. um because i i truly and this is what i believe i'm, I'm not saying that everybody believes this but this is what i i should say my, i think i don't think we we doubt what we're sure about sure you know i think we doubt what's you know uncertain mm-hmm. and change is uncertain mm-hmm. like in any change it's uncertain um change is new it's uncomfortable and even sometimes when those changes are in our benefit doubt can surface in those scenarios whether you um you know have arrived at you know a, a new place or a position or something like that, that you've given given or some type of accolade that is change change for the positive sense but it's still change so it's uncertainty and so there's there, there can be doubt or self-doubt even about those things yeah I just had a thought, like, as you were telling that story about that that time, um, Jordan, you remember we went to Hood River. Uh, Hood River. It was amazing, right? But do you remember um, the way that this trip was in, we were in Oregon, right? Yeah, just outside of Portland. Yeah, and um, we had gotten these, like, bus tickets. It was a charter bus that dropped at multiple, like, scenic places around Mm -hmm. Um, Portland and 
the the furthest north i believe place was this spot called hood river and we were like oh we'll just go to that spot and we'll just ride the bus back and stop at the other places on the way back and um we had no idea what was going on in hood river i don't we had zero expectations we were just gonna go out there um and and check it out um the place where the charter bus had dropped us off was off of the highway on the opposite side of the highway as the main town and we're in northern portland we're north of portland so it's like not a whole lot going on out there right so there's this tiny town on one side of the highway and then on the other side there's a hotel and a parking lot and they drop us off in this parking lot of this hotel and we had no idea where we were I don't think we had any service. So we go into the hotel. Awesome. We had no service. So we're, we're, we're like, what? Is this the right place? Should we just wait for the bus to come back? Um, we're having these feelings of doubt. Um, and so we go into the the hotel. And you know, the hotel, they have all the like travel and the maps and stuff on the wall. And so Jordan grabs a map. And he's like, okay, well, it looks like there's a couple of trails and um, we just have to walk across the bridge over the highway and i'm like huh it's not a very big highway not a texas highway but still had to walk across the bridge over the highway so we go and we do this um and it turns out to be one of the most memorable hikes um i think that we've I wouldn't say that we've ever had because we've hiked the Grand Canyon together. Um, but one of the most memorable hikes that we had, it was a surprise and delight, but at the moment in the memory began with doubt um, at the onset. And so I think that's just a critical point as we talk about journeys, as we talk about doubt, um, that's a real life physical manifestation of what it looks like to just keep going and enjoy the journey and um, take the scenic route. Oh man, take the scenic route. That was a wonderful story. I'm glad you, I'm glad you shared that. And and uh, man, there's so many things I want to add and pile in that story. It'll, like make this episode three times. I had to, make it, times as I had to long make it quick. As it as it could be. <laughs> but one thing's interesting though, to for us to get to that beautiful hike, which was a walk. I mean a walk. I mean hike and walk. It, that was effort. The hike was effort in and of itself. But we had to go uphill to yeah. cross that bridge yeah. to get to the beginning of that hike. So the the entire beginning of our journey in that doubt was literally and physically uphill to just drive that reference home. Like the during the doubting moments, we were walking nothing but uphill. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, talk about doubt. You said the other hiking experience of the Grand yeah. Canyon. There was some is, doubt in that one boy, as well. Just synonymous um, with doubt, but another story for another time. But it does make me think about the um, periods of when doubt can actually like creep in. Because mm-hmm. this was a real sticking point for me is I feel like there's a couple of different time frames where we can experience self-doubt the most. Two in particular come to my mind. One being um, during the journey at some period. We have either we're, we're, we're heading towards something, we're going to start doing something, or we're going to set out for some chief aim, and we, and we start doubting ourselves mm. for, for whatever reason. Rather, it's what we're seeing from ourselves and our reflections in the mirror or whether we're looking at the wrong periods in our history of how we've handled things and referring to those. But as we start out on some journey, we start to doubt ourselves or some impact external from us. Like I talked about this Mm -hmm. road trip of a journey 
towards success in life and whatever success means for us, but some external factor comes in and triggers that doubt. Mm -hmm. But doubt can creep in during the journey in some period. But then secondly, I think there's also this other time where doubt creeps in once we've arrived, which is quite significant to me. Where you think about the doubt that you have that is almost like impost- it's imposter syndrome. Like you've completed the journey, so to speak. You've reached the uh, mountaintop of whatever that thing is that you were trying to achieve. Or you got the position. You got the accolade. And then you start to ask yourself and those beliefs start to creep in that aren't necessarily true of, can I, can I handle this? Am, am, am I able to do this? Can I do this position? Can I accept this role? Am I enough mm. to have been, been given said thing? Um, and I feel like the doubt that creeps in after the fact, when we're on the stage, when, we're, when we've completed the journey, so to speak, or that phase of the journey, if you will, is almost more impactful in a way that we reframe and rework that because it's the step that we've gotten to along the journey that we we have to use as a springboard to keep going one of the things i think that the doubt the impacts of doubt are similar no matter when they creep up and i think the reason why i say that is because it always slows us down or brings us to a halt so whether or not, I think this is this is very, very interesting, you've arrived, quote unquote, at some destination or some goal, or you've received accolades or a title or a position based on your performance or your work or what you have, um, how you've communicated your value, however you've gotten there, in many cases, the work is just beginning. And so what happens is when you start to have these thoughts about, am I enough? Am I worthy? Do I deserve this? Am I capable of this? Um, You stop being. You stop being who you are. You stop walking in your purpose. You slow down in order to avoid, in order to avoid some sort of disappointment whether it's disappointing yourself or disappointing others. um, I believe that the doubt that you experience when you have, whether it's when you've reached your goal or you're just getting started or you're in the middle and you're on the journey towards a goal is just as damning either way should you sit in it and allow for it to mean something about you because just because you're thinking it doesn't mean that it's true yeah i mean that's that's absolutely a significant significant point i view i view the impacts of those of those times for doubt um slightly differently but i do i do think that they are um both damning if you well it probably depends on the person yeah, because I'm really interested in one of the things that I think is, is huge to highlight that you mentioned is like the doubt kind of forcing you to look at are you being distracted by 
living up to that or are you being focused are you focused on being you know yeah. where, where you are and that lends itself to me a bit more significantly to a to a doubt that is popping into your head once you've like received an accolade or reached the uh, some well that's what i'm saying in, but in i'm saying that just because you've reached a stepping point in the journey doesn't mean that you've reached the top of the staircase like we don't reach the top of the staircase until we die so like there is no i've arrived and i think that when we start like if we remove that frame of mind as if like there's still work to do regardless of the accolades regardless of the position regardless of the title regardless of whatever my quote-unquote end goal was for a certain period of time if i have reached that goal and there's still more time then it's simply time to set a new goal it's not really time to be like oh well did i deserve to do all of this like i think that if that was your goal and you achieved your goal then the next thing is to to set another goal you pat yourself on the back you congratulate yourself you celebrate um, and, and we talk about the importance of that, but you don't just sit there and like try to redefine what it is that you're doing. You just keep going forward. So I think it's just a bit of a shift, like that you're still on the journey, regardless of whether you've hit a milestone in your journey or not. I was uh, viewing it as like the step that's the springboard to wherever you have to go next. Yeah. And as long as you've defined where you're going next, that right you should right. be more focused on that than whether or not you should be as far as you've come and 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 i think that's the that's it all about that reframing of what are we focusing our attention on are we feeding the doubt well are we allowing ourselves to focus on the overall impacts of our journey um who we who we're trying to be who we're trying to serve um and what mark and impact we're trying to leave on ourselves and on our, on the people around us in our communities yeah and when you let like doubt take over when you don't take control of the narrative when you don't um rewrite your story um you allow for doubt to sabotage your success and we know that when you are on a journey, when you have a goal, when you're aspiring for something, there are other people that are on the other side of that goal. So anytime you let something get in your way because of your ego, and that's really what it is, because if you were thinking about the people on the other side of your craft, on the other side of your gift, then you wouldn't have enough time to doubt yourself when you're walking in your purpose and you're delivering and you're serving them in the capacity that God has told you to serve. So you can't let doubt stop you from walking in that. And um, I mentioned that it's it's only serving your ego. And I want to touch on this. I'm putting my Gay Hendrix hat on um, the author of The Big Leap. And I was I'm currently listening to this book, so I'm I hope I don't butcher this <laughs> this um, concept. But one of the concepts that he was touching on is that it is your ego's job to protect you in the here and now in your present reality it is your ego's job to protect you to protect your image to protect your identity within society 
And what we do when we're aspiring for goals, when we're looking to change something about ourselves or, you know, about our circumstances, we bring in that uncertainty. But with that uncertainty, we also have thoughts that also are thoughts of doubt of like, oh, well, what, what will they think of me? What if they what if they see me fail? I don't want people to, to see this or, you know, are they going to laugh at me? Are they talking about me? Whatever it is. Um, again, it's our ego's job to protect our status in society. So once we start thinking about what society is going to think about us and the work that we're doing here, inspiring folks to make the shift from existing to living, to break the status quo, is not immediately accepted by society, right? And so when you're doing work like this, then your ego is going to find very various amounts of tools to protect you from losing your present reality, your identity in your current reality. And one of those tools is doubt. Because another thing about our brains is that our brains want to find the laziest way to protect us from danger, that our primitive brains believe danger equals death, discomfort equals death. And so our brain wants to find the simplest way to keep us from going to that discomfort, to keep us from moving on to um, our next level self. And the easiest way to do that is something that comes very natural to all of us. You look in the mirror, you say something negative. You complete a project, you're thinking about all the things that you could have done differently. You do a presentation, you're, you're focused on all the areas that you messed up or the thing that you forgot to say. You're not focused on the things that you delivered, the positive things that you did, and how you, com- how you completed so many things in the right way. We focus on the negative and it's so natural for the ego to use our negative talk and our negative thoughts to prevent us from pursuing our next level self, our very best version of ourselves. And and, and all that is huge. And, and, and I think one big part to remember about the way we experience doubt and the battles with our egos is the fact that we're not alone. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, imposter syndrome is a real thing. It's very, it's very real, real. Um, and there's a, there's a collective battle against keeping our egos in check and um to me it just kind of goes back to that point around uncertainty like when our when your ego is in uh on the chopping block for Mm -hmm. discussion or um if it's true that that uncertainty around whether that description of your ego is, is true um forces us all into these moments of, of doubt. So I feel like there's something that really big there to just give that peace, that grace to ourselves to know that like this is not something where we're thinking like, oh my gosh, no one else is feeling like this out here mm-hmm. when you're having these moments of doubt. It's um, it's quite normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm not saying that doubt is like something that you would seek out for your improvement, like this comfort, but the reality is that as you work to gain ground towards your future self and who you want to be part of the things that you're going to overcome through those are moments of doubt yeah yeah absolutely and i think to your point of everybody feels this 
You're not alone. And I think like when we see doubt or when doubt creeps in, one of the things that we can do is to say like, oh, this is a sign that I shouldn't be doing this. I'm on the wrong path. If I'm doubting myself, then I must not be, I must not be, you know, on the right path. But the truth is everybody doubts themselves. And like, I would say that doubt is a signal to you that you could be on the right path. Um, Sometimes it means that you're on the wrong path. But in most cases, doubt, again, a tool of your ego to protect you from that discomfort is just a sign that you're growing. Oh, hey, there's doubt in there. My ego doesn't want me to go down that path. Okay, well, that that probably means that I'm going to grow over there. That probably means that my ego doesn't have a place down that path, that I'm, that I'm you know, outgrowing my ego. Um, so I would say, no, doubt is not necessary. It's not something that you should seek out. If you are, you know, super confident and you're in a space where you're like, this doesn't resonate with me. I'm not doubting anything. I am so sure of myself. More power to you. Um, yeah. And well, well, one thing. Sorry, I got a little excited there. One of the things <laughs> I was gonna made me think about the. It made me think about the Hood River hiking experience again. It's like just the fact that when you doubt yourself, one of the biggest impacts is you don't move. Yeah. Like, and if you do move, you move with impaired vision. So thinking about the abilities that we all have the skill sets we all have the uniqueness that we have our gifts are impaired when we move with that doubt so you're either doing one of two things you're not moving at all meaning that you never get the beautiful hike you never find that closeness and get either to the closeness that you could actually experience it feel it touch it that maximized experience of your potential and the gifts that you have to give being received by others and experienced by yourself, you either don't get there because you didn't move or you move with impaired vision. Thinking about it as trying to drive at night with someone holding like a barely see-through blindfold over your over your eyes. Or just me driving at night. <laughs> <laughs> like, or are you going to be able to drive and move and navigate a little bit? Yes. Are you going to have to go much, much slower? Also, yes. Are you going to have to like struggle to make intuitive and smart reactive decisions that you have to on any journey and road you're also going to struggle making those types of maneuvers as well and i think moving with doubt if you do move is very similar to that to my mind yeah it's just i think acknowledging that doubt is there and moving forward anyway do it anyway yeah i think that You know, if it's something that makes you feel more expansive, if it's something that makes you feel like you're growing, like you're taking up more space um, in your craft and in your calling, whatever that is, then that doubt is just a tool that you can, or a signal, I should say, that doubt is just a signal that you can use to know that you're on the right path, that there's expansion beyond the doubt. So you see it, you say, hey, hey, doubt, thanks. Hey, ego, I appreciate you for trying to protect me, but I'm going to go ahead and walk down this path because I know that I expand over here. I know that I grow over here and I know that there are people on the other side of my gift, of my calling, 
that really need me to walk down this path. So we're going to talk about a few ways of you know how you can deal with and um, move forward um, yeah. despite doubt. Yep. Um, one of those is just thinking about you know I think about it in the sense of finding uh, proof, and I don't mean proof as in meaning that everything that you experience doubt, doubt about like you need to be able to have done it before because it's just that's just impossible mm-hmm. i mean proof in the sense of being able to focus it's actually ironic it goes very much back to what you were talking about earlier being proof that like you um can focus on and know who you are in like how you show up in putting your focus and attention on that proof point versus living up to the action or or living up to whatever you have to do along the journey or on this step that you've achieved and i think there's also you're finding proof um tangibly in some ways in parts or sections of whatever the thing is that you've done before it doesn't have to mean that you've done that thing in in its entirety or to its whole there may be some proof points that you can look at that are um, adjacent to or similar to what to what you've you've done there so i think looking into and finding proof in some ways whether that's about who you are or about things that you've done similarly or survived similarly is something i think can be really impactful with dealing with doubt yeah definitely and you you talked about um finding proof and i think sometimes we can take that very literally so i think one of the things that you said was, you know, things that you've been through, um, things that you've been through create resilience. And I think that if you know that you're resilient and you know that you are diligent and you know that, you know, you have that grit, then that's a huge piece of the puzzle that you can lean on to just know, like, I have that. Um, another thing that I was going to say, Jordan, was, um, you know, you can create proof by taking action. Mm. Um, and that doesn't have to be that you've, you know, hit the end goal. Obviously, you got to break this stuff up into small bits and pieces, but taking action um, and building up, um, building up a little bit of your confidence bank um, by taking consistent action um, is super important and helps your brain to, you know, have that evidence right there for something that you, you know that you want. Another thing that I was thinking was, I said this earlier, but, you know, you acknowledge the doubt, you thank your ego for, you know, the signal, and um, you keep it moving. You take the action, and you walk in your calling, um, knowing that it's going to make you more expansive. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and one of the things, thinking about that doubt, exposes to me as well is the focus on ourselves Mm -hmm. and i think one of the biggest themes i'll always go back to that you say all the time and these is there are people on the other side of um, our callings and Mm -hmm. our gifts and our talents there's people waiting to be impacted on the other side of those and just doubt i will say in some instances not all occurrences is our own weight and setting that down to pick up the calling of the impact of others at argue in 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 many scenarios is a lot 
lighter because we're intended to carry that load. Well, it's just more fun to carry. It's more fun to carry um, when you're inspiring people. It's more fun to carry the load when you're motivating people, when you're impacting people, when you're loving on people, when you're encouraging people. That is more fun to carry than when you're carrying this burden of your self-doubt, your ego, your insecurities, you're carrying all of that around, trying to tell yourself this story of all the reasons why you can't, all the reasons you don't deserve, when in actuality, if you just take that lens off yourself, you put it on the people who are on the other side of your gift. You tell yourself every day, you look in the mirror and you stop telling yourself negative things, but you start telling yourself positive things. You say, I am worthy, I am deserving, I am loved. I am sexy. I am cute. I am beautiful. Whatever it is that you need to say to yourself and you make that your habit, then all the all the rest of it falls out the window. And you start walking in your calling, you start walking in your purpose, and then you start inspiring other people to do the same thing. You expand in your success and others expand in their success because they're watching you and they're inspired by you. So, it's less about whether or not you'll live up to something and more about who you're being and how you're being that person and how you can inspire other people to be the very best version of themselves as well. Thanks for listening to today's episode. We hope that it leaves you feeling inspired to actively pursue your goals and live alive, whatever that means to you. If you enjoyed today's episode, tell us what you think by leaving a review. Reviews help more people like you discover the podcast. I'm Anissa Johnson. And I'm Jordan Johnson. We'll see you next time on Live Alive Podcast.